Hi guys, I'm Paolo and this is a new episode of Sir Paul, a podcast about languages. I'd like to start this episode with three events that occurred to me um, a while ago. And these three events are about grammar. You know, uh, a while ago I was talking to Mariah, uh, it's you know, a friend of mine from the United States of America, and she told me that she recently ate sushi. Okay, so if you study English at school, or if you study English grammar, you know that um, recently never goes with past simple, but it always goes with present perfect. Or at least that's what in uh, almost every book, grammar book, is written. Then there was this other event. I was talking to Shahar. Shahar is a friend of mine from Israel. And she was um, asking me suggestions uh, for his, her Italian exam. And she told me that her teacher told her that in Italian you can never say il libro si chiama, but you say il libro si intitola instead. Well, we know that this is actually false. This is entirely false because we usually say il libro si chiama. We also say il libro si intitola. But we can say il libro si chiama. And we say it quite more often, actually. And then um, another event, the last one, was uh, you know, when two friends of mine, one from Germany and one from Japan, they came to Naples to visit me. And we were talking about some, something. And I used the passato remoto. And I used the sen- I don't remember the sentence, but it was quite like uh, Io andai a vedere la partita. And they looked, looked at me in a very weird way. So they looked at me, they were shocked. They, told, they asked me, do you use passato remoto in Italian? Because our teachers told us that in Italian you don't use passato remoto. While we know that it's actually not true, this is false. So, what happened basically? To answer to this question, I would like to ask you a question um, about grammar, about language actually. So, how do you think that language works in your opinion? So, do you think that uh, in the past people used to open a book? and then learn the language, and then try to use the rules that were written in this book and speak to other people? Or do you think that this process was more natural? Well, I don't know your answer to this question, but I am 100% sure that uh, the, the answer of this question is the second one. So that your grammar was spread in a more natural way. And language was spread in a a more natural way. Um, I don't think, I hardly think that in the past people just looked at books, grammar books, and they just went around the world and they spoke the language using the grammar book as as an example. But I think that the contrary is true. You know, that grammar books were made to help other people to learn the language. So they were made to 
actually give people clues of how the foreign language worked. And I don't think that this is bad, actually. But I think that nowadays it's a bit too much. You know? We base our language learning process on grammar. And uh, I think that this is bad. This is, this is very bad, in my opinion, for every student. People who wrote or write grammar books are called grammarians. And what they do is just they try to collect and to gather rules basing, based on how people talk. So the process is not that people speak because they can look at a grammar book, but it's the, con it's, you know, it's the contrary is true. So people uh, speak and the grammarians try to collect the general rules that are applied in everyday, um, in the everyday usage of the language. So it's not grammar that um, leads people towards the way they speak, but it's vice versa. So it's grammar books that are, in a way, um, um, that try to collect the rules that native speakers use. But there is a problem about that. So you know that uh, language is not about rules. It would be impossible, because language is spoken by many people. Let's take Italians, for example. You, you know that for in the north of Italy or in some areas of Italy, they use the language in a different way than the south and then the center. And even in the north of Italy, there are some places where the language is used in a different way of uh, you know, another population that is in another part of the north. And in the south, we have you know, places where you speak a language in a certain way and a city that is just 10 kilometers away from you use the language in another way, in a completely different way. And sometimes you find it also, you find it even hard to understand uh, each other, okay? So how is it possible for a book to collect all this information? Well, the answer is, it's not possible. What grammarians try to do is that they try to collect the main rules that are applied in everyday in the everyday usage of the language, okay, in everyday English or in everyday Italian and so on. So they are just indications. They are not rules that are said to be strictly followed, okay. And um, and this is what we uh, don't understand. Uh, and because we think that we should follow these these rules uh, in strictly, you know, we should uh, we have to speak in a correct way, and we have this uh, big problem of uh, being scared of um, uh, speaking in 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 a wrong way or saying something wrong and incorrectly. So what you find in grammar books is just one way of using the language. Out of thousands, millions of ways um, that can be used to use the language, so to use English or Italian or actually any other language. 
and um, grammarians know that. Uh, they know that. That's why they wrote grammar books. So, as I said before, language is not about rules. That's why they tried to make them. They are trying to make rules because, you know, we want students to have control of what they learn. So that's why we like to learn grammar. We like to learn lexicon. We like to learn pronunciation because we, we want to we be under control. We want to know what we're learning. We want to know how we're learning it. And we want to know, um, you know, we want to know, we want to see what is our improvement and what words are we are learning and, and what rules we're learning and so on. But the best ability that you can have to learn a language is to lose control. And um, because most of, most of the things that you will learn when you learn a language uh, happens unconsciously. So you don't even notice that. And this is, you know, proof of that can be seen, evidence of that can be seen in your native language. So I don't think that most of uh, uh, what you know in Italian uh, is, was learned using a grammar book or uh, just because someone made you, uh, someone just told you to, to make big lists of words or uh, uh, other stuff like that. Uh, I think that most of what you know in Italian uh, happened because you used the language actively and passively. So you you just um, uh, read in Italian, uh, you just spoke and you have been speaking Italian for your entire life. So um, uh, and and you you were not conscious when you learned new words. You just learned them and you just uh, use them and uh, you, you are still learning because we, you never stop learning a language. So, um, uh, Mariah, my friend Mariah, my friend Shahar, and my friend uh, from Germany and from Japan, you know, the friends that I mentioned um, at the beginning of this episode, they were just learning the language uh, as if they could have had control. On, on, on what they were learning. While this is not um, uh, the, the correct way of, of, of doing it, in my opinion. Uh, my opinion is that what you should do to learn a language is to, to learn, to, to, to be aware of the fact that if you use the language and if you, um, uh, if you uh, spend most of the time using the language and just a little time uh, learning about the language, learning grammar and uh, making links, lists and other stuff like that, you will, um, you will be a, a very good speaker. You will be a, a real uh, speaking, a speaker of English. Because there is a fine line between uh, speaking correct English and speaking real English. So if you want to speak correct English, just, you know, uh, do... Uh, um, uh, I don't know, do uh, grammar exercises and uh, uh, make lists of words or use flashcards, whatever you want to do. If you want to speak real English, English that you can use in real life when you will get a job in English or when uh, you travel and uh, you meet new people from other parts of the world, well, just go out there and speak English and spend 99% of your time using the language actively and passively.